0: Welcome back, you wonderful people, to another episode of Locked on Hoosiers. I am your host, Jacob Rood, coming to you just a few hours uh, before this podcast will go live, hopefully. Uh, Thank you for all your support in uh, yesterday's episode, and thank you for making Locked on Hoosiers part of your day Uh, Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts you will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. We will discuss today just the underlying theme of pretty much college sports in general now. Um, Conference realignment. It came up again on Monday afternoon. Um, which got me thinking about the Big Ten and conference realignment and kind of the ramifications there. So I thought we could talk a little bit about that, um, talk about why nobody ever leaves the Big Ten and, and kind of give you the reasoning there and then talk about who could potentially join the Big Ten. And then we will wrap up the episode talking about Cody Zeller and where he signed. Uh, we talked yesterday about the start of free agency, so far, Cody is the only Hoosier to sign a contract, so um, we will look into that, look into what it means for him, and uh, how things could turn out for him this season. So, as always, you can subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can follow me, at Jacob Rood, and we will shortly have a Locked on Hoosiers po- or Twitter feed, excuse me, uh, set up that you can follow along there as well. So, dive right into it um as i mentioned on monday uh report came out from espn radio host mark ryan um stating that clemson and florida state had rumored to reach out to the sec about joining Uh, we have a group dm of all the college uh pod uh locked on podcast hosts to which uh after that news came out i made the uh point that maybe every college in uh, America should join the SEC, and then we can have subdivisions like the Big 12, the Big 10, the Pac-12, the ACC, because it seems to be where we're headed at this point. Um, Now, that report about Clemson and the Florida State reaching out to the SEC was pretty categorically denied Um, with all due respect to the person who reported it, as somebody pointed out, Uh, major conference realignment news is probably not going to come from a local radio host Um, but it was just another kind of talking point about as I said the kind of underlying theme throughout or the underlying kind of talking point throughout college sports at this point which is conference realignment Um, seems to be a song and dance we go through every year now and especially during the summer when there's nothing else to do, and apparently the um, presidents and athletic directors get bored and start discussing what it would be like to move conferences. Um, this is all, all this obviously coming on the heels of Texas and Oklahoma accepting the SEC invites on Monday. Um, nothing is set in stone official there yet, although it feels inevitable. Um, the next step for both schools is to determine when the move can really become a reality and what the fate of the Big 12 Conference is, which we'll talk about here in a, uh, the second segment. But it kind of got me thinking, as I said, um, why don't Big Ten schools ever leave? Why there's never any rumors? I kind of knew the answer, and as with everything in um, college sports, it came down to money. And it was it was less why isn't this thing happening and more Um, how big is the difference? Because, um, as I said, you never hear any reports of Big Ten schools looking to leave. Um, I believe only once did I see something this summer, some rumor thrown out there about Ohio State and Michigan um, discussing leaving. I didn't believe it. You shouldn't believe it. Um, Unless something drastic changes, the Big Ten is not losing schools. And The reason why I looked up yesterday, USA Today back in May um, asked each conference for kind of their revenue, their records for 2020, and four of the five conferences cooperated. Shockingly, the SEC did not, um, and sent the USA Today um, all of their revenue sheets and how things went. Um, not shocking revenue was down a little bit um, in 2020 um, more so that the pace at which they were uh, making more money slowed down so but still uh, the the total revenue for 2020 the big Ten made 768 million dollars far and away the most SEC was second at 728. And then a huge gap to the Pac-12 at 533, ACC at 496, and the Big 12 at 409. And that you can see why um, nobody is looking to leave the Big 10 because they already are the most profitable program. And that's what drives everything in, in college sports is where you can... Uh, make the most money and you can also see why Texas and Oklahoma were looking to leave the Big 12 to join the SEC Um, makes sense for both programs I would imagine the gap between the Big Ten and SEC would close a little bit but um, more than just overall revenue um, when divvied up uh, the payout for each school in the Big Ten was fifty four point three million which was actually just down just a little bit from 2019 still almost 10 million dollars more than the payout to each SEC school at 45.5 million. Um, things differed a little bit in the big 12 schools got between 37 and 40 million. Uh, the PAC 12 each school got 33 million and the ACC each school got between 30.9 and 37 million. Um, so if you're ever wondering why nobody is asking to leave the Big Ten, that is why because, Um, they make the most money and a lot of it comes from the um, TV deal the Big Ten Network deal is tremendous Uh, their partnership with Fox um, everything about the way that the Big Ten has set up um, revenue and distribution is just um, terrific and that is why everybody is trying to chase the Big Ten to become like them in that regard Um, and unless, as I said, unless things take some drastic change, um, and either the TV contract changes or how Fox distributes that money or whatnot changes, um, it's going to have to be something on that end for anything to change with the Big Ten and, um, their current conference The team's in the conference, um, and I don't foresee that happening because, as we've all learned, college sports and college football are a cash cow that everybody wants a piece of the pie of, so I don't imagine that anything is changing in that regard. But um, if nobody is leaving, then who could the Big Ten be looking to add? Uh, That was another question I had on Monday. And um, here in segment two, in just a minute, we will look at who they could potentially add, see if there's any reports out there, see what kind of the requirements are for a school to join the Big Ten, um, and who that could rule out specifically for um, the Big Ten when searching for anyone. But first, college football season is coming up, as we all know, it's a little, little over a month away now. Um, And if you're looking to start betting, betonline.com is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Uh, Baseball season right now is in full swing. College football season is coming up. Um, They already have lines for the first week of the season. IU will be traveling to Iowa and are a four and a half point underdog, which is very interesting. I myself have made quite a bit of money betting on IU um, in the last two seasons, because it doesn't seem like Vegas is used to the fact that Indiana football is actually good. So maybe that's a line you want to jump on now, um, see if it swings as we get closer to the season. But you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus if you use the code ON. Uh, that'll be a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. So if nobody is leaving the Big Ten, who could potentially join the Big Ten? There's nothing necessarily inevitable. Um, The Big Ten is honestly kind of picky about who they accept in, and that's why there's rarely any talk about anybody coming to the Big Ten. Um, There's a couple caveats as to why. The first and kind of biggest one is the Big Ten only accepts AAU schools. Uh, That is not your high school... Basketball grassroots scene type of school. Um, it is an organization, I guess the boiled down version is an organization with high academic standards um, to be a part of. It's an invitation only organization. You can look up, there's a Wikipedia page to it. It's kind of a prestigious, um, whatever adjective you want to use, um, type of organization to be a part of. Not everybody is an AAU school. Um, but everybody in the Big Ten at least was. Nebraska no longer is. When they joined the Big Ten, they were. Um, so that's kind of a starting point. If there's any school that you wonder if they might join the Big Ten, go to that Wikipedia, do a Command-F, Control-F, type in the school and see if they fall on that uh, in that AAU organization, because if they don't, then odds are the Big Ten is probably not going to talk to them. But there were a couple reports um, or a couple ideas, obviously, um, last week, as all of the talk about Oklahoma and Texas leaving um, was coming about. There was a uh, a report, though it never nothing really came about. Um, that Kansas was uh, discussing potentially joining the Big Ten. Um, That was tweeted out by Mike Vernon, who um, is a former Bleacher Report, San Francisco Chronicle, and Kansas News writer. Um, Now, as I said, nothing really came about of it, but there's some reasons it could make sense. I think one of the best things going for the Big Ten right now is that geographically everything kind of makes sense you don't have a situation like in the Big East where um, the schools are just kind of located wherever and um, they're dotted all over the map and um, things like that so I think that's something the Big Ten has going for it and that everything is kind of located in the Midwest, it is a little stretched out Um, But they're, largely speaking, everything has kind of remained compacted in the same general area. So that gives you an idea of some schools then that you can look at. Kansas does make some sense. Um, It would be a little, um, it would expand kind of where the Big Ten is geographically. But as we just said, the first requirement, they are an AAU school. Um, They do have a great basketball program, obviously, that the Big Ten would love. But as with everything, college football is the moneymaker. I'm sure as an IU fan, although the tides are changing, they would welcome, IU fans would welcome Kansas coming to the conference because that pretty much no longer means that Indiana is the worst (laughs) school in the Big Ten um though as i said and as we all have seen um that is changing and hopefully for the long term um because it's a lot more fun to root for a, a winning football team than a losing one but if you're looking historically obviously IU has lost the most games in college football history but Kansas is fifth so we're right there, and that would—Kansas is definitely on the downslope down right now. But all jokes aside, um, Kansas does make sense as a school to join uh, in that regard. Honestly, looking at the Big 12 in general, it seems like if Texas and Oklahoma leave, the inevitable is either that conference dissolving or that conference merging with someone else. I would be stunned if those eight schools left— um are able to survive on their own um we just talked about how little money relative to the rest of the conferences that that conference would make um and the big 12 was at 409 million which is 360 million less than the big 12 or excuse me big 10 made last year and you're losing texas and oklahoma so that number is going to plummet quickly all of the schools in that um Conference left are going to be looking to jump ship. Um, So, if you're looking at other Big Ten or excuse me, Big 12 schools that could make sense, Um, maybe an Iowa State who is also an AAU school who regionally makes a ton of sense. Obviously, Iowa is already in the Big 10, that would give you an easy rivalry. I would imagine if the Big Ten is going to add schools, it's going to be in twos because that just keeps things tidy and football divisions and scheduling and things like that. So maybe it is a Kansas and an Iowa State who um, still kind of keep you in the Midwest, stretch things out a little bit. Um, and but there's some regional rivalries there that still make sense. Um, both, as I said, AAU schools both would bring strong programs. Um, There's always going to be, if you're looking at Big Ten expansion, Notre Dame is always going to be out there. I don't ever foresee that really happening. I think if it was going to happen, it would have already happened, Notre Dame joining the Big Ten. Um, They obviously are a part of the ACC right now, even though they are smack dab right in the middle of Big Ten country. Um, I would imagine there could be some complications with Notre Dame's NBC contract Um, though that contract that was a 10-year extension signed in 2013 that contract will run out in 2023 so maybe sometime in the next year or so there's some discussion about um, Notre Dame and the Big Ten and how that might work as the TV contract runs out but Notre Dame and NBC are such a such a pairing that everybody knows that I would be stunned also Notre Dame is not an AAU school um so that'd be another hurdle that they would have to clear now if there was ever a program that they would make an exception for I'd imagine it would be Notre Dame um that would be kind of massive news massive in that scope um so I could see them potentially making an exception for them but it's not something they've done they've done before so it's fair to say it's not something that they're going to do. But outside of that, I'm not really sure where the the Big Ten could look to add people. I don't see it as any kind of inevitability that they do. Um, as we said, everything is going great. I am firmly a believer, and if it's not broke, don't fix it. Nothing's broke in the Big Ten. Um, everybody is trying to chase the Big Ten right now, so don't go trying to change something. Um, and. It's just an interesting thought experiment with the Big 12 in the state it is and this conference alignment and realignment talk always happening to see where the Big 10 falls in that. So um, for now, I would say that there, it's probably not going to happen. Um, we will see down the line. Um, we will see about those reports about Kansas, if that anything ever materializes, um, maybe some Notre Dame talk in the next year. but. Nonetheless, it's fun to, to just kind of hypothesize and just think about um, during these summer months when there's nothing else to really talk about. So, uh, In the final segment today, we will, as I said, talk about Cody Zeller and him signing with uh, the Portland Trail Blazers and what that means for him, what that means for the Blazers, and if that's the, con- the contender he was looking for. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, It's now really impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Uh, Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand the warehouse happens to carry? Uh, Our computers have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. If you're like me and prefer to do shopping online, especially during a pandemic, then why not go to rockauto.com? Um, it'll save you time and money when using Rock Auto. Um, Rock auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. So go explore. And, uh, they're easy-to-use website today and find the best solution for your auto parts needs. Um, you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, your truck, SUV, whatever it is. Uh, When you get there, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Last thing we're going to talk about today is uh, going back to something we talked about on Monday, which is about Cody Zeller, NBA Free Agency, Um, NBA fans, I'm sure you were in love with the chaos of um, NBA Free Agency on Monday evening. Honestly, this is how they should do it. In regular non-pandemic years, Free Agency would always kick off at midnight Eastern on a Sunday, um, which led to some late nights for people covering the NBA, Um, changing it to 6 p.m. on Monday. I mean, honestly, it was done for television. But that's fine because it's at a regular hour and you were able to get just a whirlwind of free agency news and then go to bed at a reasonable time. So um, Cody Zeller was included in some of that whirlwind of news. We mentioned yesterday he had spoken about wanting to join a contender, a title contender. He was open to playing a backup role, which makes it a little surprising that the Portland Trailblazers are where he ended up. Um, Cody signed reportedly, none of these deals will be official until August 6th, there's a moratorium period right now, um, but he reportedly signed a veterans minimum contract, which is, that part isn't necessarily surprising, it's that he joined a Portland team that is a bit of a mess right now, um, They, I would not classify them as a title contender, they're probably more of a contender than what the Charlotte Hornets are which is what the team he left, Um, but currently their star player, Damian Lillard, is kind of passively, aggressively feuding with uh, their front office. He's been there for a number of seasons. He's one of the superstars of the league. He's carried the the franchise for quite a while, and the front office continues to make questionable moves, um, getting Zeller on the minimum notwithstanding. And it's led to a number of early playoff defeats, and um, Lillard this summer kind of, sort of said that he wanted to leave. Um, It seems that he is saying some things in private about wanting to leave, and then every time he's questioned about it publicly, he's saying something different. So we're kind of at an impasse between the front office in Portland, which has been the same year in and year out. Disappointing playoff appearance after disappointing playoff appearance. There's been a few exceptions. Him um, hitting a series-ending 35-40-footer against the Thunder, waving goodbye to Paul George and uh, Russell Westbrook was memorable. They had a run to the Western Conference Finals a few years ago, but um, those were the exception and not really what the Blazers have been for the last couple seasons. Um, they've lost in the first round, the last two seasons. Um, it's still an upgrade for Cody. Um, they're making the playoffs, which is not something he's regularly doing or was regularly doing in Charlotte. So in that sense, it's a, it's an improvement. It's just a little surprising. There were a couple playoff teams. I thought that he made sense for the Phoenix suns needed a backup center they were just in the finals. Um, Denver Nuggets made sense, I thought, with their play style. Um, even the Lakers needed a backup center, although they went with a player that they knew and Dwight Howard. Um, I was just a little surprised that it was a trailblazers he ended up signing with. He's going to be playing a backup role to their current center, Yusuf Nurkic, who solid player, um, probably not someone any or many casual fans have heard about. But uh, a decent player. He, a few years ago, ha- suffered a pretty gruesome injury. But outside of that, he's been solid for them. Um, so Cody will play back up to them. But um, honestly, the thing to watch with Cody at this point, it seems possible that Damian Lillard could be traded. Um, it's going to take quite the haul to get him, but um, with today's nba whenever a player asks out or demands out they typically get their way and eventually will get traded which means um cody zeller on a minimum contract is an incredibly tradable asset if nothing else Um, contenders will be after him if it comes near the trade deadline and the blazers aren't competing and um they can get something back for zeller so it's an incredibly tradable contract And if they can't find a trade for him or if something happens, I don't know how they wouldn't be able to find a trade for him on a minimum deal. Those are the easiest things to trade for. But if something comes up and they can't find a trade for him, he's a very easy buyout candidate, and he's going to have his pick of the litter for potential teams to sign with um, after the trade deadline. So it's interesting for Cody. It's not what I anticipated, but... I think he'll fit in well there. We'll talk a little bit more about NBA basketball when the season gets a little bit closer. No other Hoosier has signed anywhere yet. Yogi is still on the Clippers. Victor is still a free agent. Nobody has submitted an offer sheet for Jawan Morgan. So those guys are in a holding pattern right now and kind of a wait-and-see approach. So that'll do it for today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers. Again, thank you for making this part of your day. Thank you for supporting um the show as we get this started as i said yesterday i want this to be a conversation i want you guys a part of it so if you have any suggestions any questions anything like that leave a review on locked on hoosiers on itunes leave a rating let me know what um, you want to see follow me on twitter at jacob um, my dms are open or you can tweet at me Anything that you would like to see discussed on the show. Um, we will be back tomorrow and later this week to discuss um, some more position battles in camp. Um, we're also going to talk a little bit about transfers in um, college football and college basketball because both the football and basketball programs have taken advantage of those transfers and gotten some key players um, for the upcoming season. So could be interesting to look at what those transfers have done, what how we feel about them, and things like that. So, uh, again, thank you for your support. Um, if you're still interested in uh, more locked-on content, betting on the – Indiana Hoosiers on college football doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. That is all for me today. Have a wonderful day, and we will be back tomorrow.